Alright, welcome back everybody to Straight Outta Cline. My name is Dylan Turl Reeve, and as you could probably tell, the sound is a little bit different this week. Uh, apologies about last week's episode, lads, and how choppy the sound was. I've had that microphone there for uh, the best part of a year, probably just over a year actually, and it's just after seeing some better days. It's a shame because it's actually quite a good microphone, but that choppy fucking static sound was was horrible to listen to and uh if i wasn't feeling as ill as i was feeling last week i probably would have just done the episode again but i thought listen it wasn't the worst sounding thing i've ever uh recorded because christ knows the start of joe Tarl rising with the microphone i was using then was terrible uh so what i'm currently using is a headset and i've tested it out a little bit and you know what? it actually doesn't sound too bad it sounds pretty decent actually um, so you can thank my employers for that. <laughs> uh, I am going to order a new mic soon though, um, but I think this will just have to do for now. Uh, and listen, fuck it, you know, it could be worse, could be far worse. Um, so yeah, listen, I suppose to kind of talk about something there, it's such a shame when I was recording that episode, I was talking about how excited I was about going back to college. Unfortunately, I didn't actually get to go back yet, I'm still not back by the time this goes up, because I have been showing symptoms for COVID-19. At the time of this recording, I um, am waiting for a PCR test, but I would say by the time I get it at this stage, I'm probably going to test negative, which is, you know, the hilarity of it all. Um, and it's no wonder the fucking numbers have gone up so much, the fact that it takes this long to get the PCR test. My brother tested positive after me, and he's already been referred for a PCR test. Like his antigen test tested positive is what I should say before mine did. Or after mine did. And he's still been referred before me. So makes no sense if you ask me. But listen that's fucking the Irish government or whatever fucking system it is. Just doesn't fucking work. But anyway. I feel a little bit better. Still a bit stuffy. Still a bit. Uh, still a little bit sick. But not as bad as I was last week. A bit of a cough as well. Because I could actually feel. <coughs> Excuse me. I could feel that coming there for a while. Um, so yeah. Anyway, I just said I'd address that. This will be what the podcast sounds like for the next week or so. Uh, I'm going to try and find a better mic. I was just going to order the same one uh, as I got last time. But I think I will try and upgrade it a little bit. Because it's uh, yeah, it, it's a good mic. But as I say, it was cheap. And I don't want to have to keep you know going through them like socks. Anyway. Today's episode of Straight Outta Klein is a bit of a fun one, because last week on Instagram, at Dylan Turl Reeve, there's a link for that in the description below, I would have asked you all to send me in some of your questions, your Q&A questions, and uh, yeah, we got some very interesting questions uh, that were asked. I've picked out a selection of them. Uh, it was quite cool to see the amount of questions that were asked. It's great uh, to hear the interest in the show as well. I think we're after breaking a little bit away from the niche audience I would have had on Jotar Rising, which is pretty cool uh, that we've gotten a bit of a wider audience here. And yeah, I suppose without further ado, let's get into your questions. I will try and do this at least once a month, a little q and I think that would be a fun uh, thing to do. I was doing them a little bit on, on Jotar Rising, which was uh, which was a lot of fun. Um, but again, the questions were surrounded uh, or were essentially, you know, there was only kind of one topic you could actually talk about on there. And, you know, it's a topic I don't really want to get into because I already did a full episode discussing discussing why I left that industry. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's just get into the questions today. Uh, at Dylan Tarl Reeve, if you ever want to ask a question for the show. And, yeah, without further ado, 
let's get started. So the first question I have is from James, who says, what would be your dream role as an actor? Very, very good question. I don't have a particular dream role. I think if you ask most people, they might say, oh, they want to play Spider-Man or they want to play Batman or they'd like to play James Bond or a Bond villain or whatever. I really don't have a particular dream role. I like to think that my acting style could be both serious and comedic. So I think I cover a lot of roles there. I think I'm able to kind of, you know, balance the two quite well. I think I'm someone who can get serious when he needs to, and I'm someone who can have a laugh and a joke uh, when a character needs to to do that as well. So, yeah, it's a good question. I suppose if I had to push myself for an answer, um, I'd love to play... And I'm going to talk about it a little bit more with another question I've been asked here. I'd love to play something similar to the way Mads Mikkelsen played Hannibal Lecter in the Hannibal TV series. Just, oh God, that, that, like he was a guy, I probably should have spoke about it more on last week's episode, but he was someone who actually really made me want to get into acting, Mads Mikkelsen. Um, That was, that was a really, really impressive performance, you know, because obviously everyone associates Hannibal Lecter with uh, Anthony Hopkins. And listen, Anthony Hopkins is one of the best actors of all time, and he did a fantastic job um, playing um, um, Hannibal Lecter. And, you know, I, I, I do see why people would, you know, because he's obviously the more famous of the two, people are going to link him a bit more. And But what I love about the two of them with when it comes to Anthony Hopkins and, um, and Mads Mikkelsen is that they play Hannibal Lecter completely differently. They have two different styles of how they play them. Obviously, they're playing him at two different parts of his life, but uh, the way they they do it is is really, really good. Um, So I suppose, yeah, maybe Hannibal Lecter would be my dream role. And, you know, because it's it's the one that made me kind of really want to get into acting um, with Mads Mikkelsen's performance. And I think I would like to do it kind of similarly to him. I think that would be really, really cool. Okay, so the next question comes in from Tommy, and he says, Who is your MMA goat? Here we go. Here's the big discussion. And I actually nearly put this up on Instagram um, during the week. Uh, well, last week, I suppose, by the time this comes out. I might actually do it this week at some stage. I was going to do a poll of, like, who do people think is the MMA goat? For me, personally, it's George St. Pierre. I think GSP is the GOAT. A lot of people say Habib, right? Habib is definitely a legend of the sport. He's definitely one of the GOATs. I love his wrestling. I love his, uh, you know, his whole demeanor. I think the, the stuff with Connor was obviously great, you know, for, for what it was. But Habib lives off the fact that he's undefeated. And as impressive as that is, when you look at the caliber of opponent he faced for the majority of his career he was always a lot better than his opponent. The only kind of times he faced someone that was on his, or, you know, close to his level would have been, obviously, when he fought Conor. Um, You know, he fought Justin Gaethje as well, but I think Gaethje was still kind of, you know, at a different point of his career then. I don't think the caliber of opponent screams goat for me. I just think it's the fact that he's undefeated, uh, which, you know, I'm not trying to take anything away from Habib, but that's personally why I don't, you know, put him up there as the goat. Like, GSP fought Matt Hughes, he fought Michael Bisping, you know, he fought some of the greatest fighters of all time, and and the most impressive thing about GSP as well is, when you think of the time that GSP came into UFC and when he was really starting to, you know, make it big, uh, he was fighting a lot of really great wrestlers. 
people who've been wrestling since they were like five years old and people who'd, you know, been collegiate wrestlers, NCAA wrestlers. GSP didn't start wrestling till he got out of high school, until he got into MMA. And he's still one of the best wrestlers the UFC saw. Like, his wrestling was fantastic. That is another reason I would put him up there. I think, in terms of, like, athletes going into the octagon, I think GSP is far and above the greatest. Another name that gets tossed around as as the GOAT is John Jones. Now, John Jones is an unbelievable mixed martial artist. I think his his style of fighting is is incredible. I think that he, um, you know, like when he dedicates himself to a, to his you know fight camp and his training, he is he's one of a kind. The problem with John Jones is all the strings that are attached to him with his legal troubles and you know the failed drug test and uh, you know just the, the domestic abuse and it's it, there's just so much shit attached to John Jones and it's such a shame. It really is a shame with John Jones because you take all that away and you just look at the stuff that happened in the octagon and you know I know he's technically not undefeated but I you know he kind of he kind of is he essentially is um he he you know it would probably be an undisputed you know without a shadow of a doubt that he's that he's the goat but there's so many strings attached to him that it's just it's hard for me to look at John Jones uh as anything other than you know a, a bit of a bit of a prick outside of the octagon which is a shame it really is a shame so yeah i suppose to answer you know to, to cut a long story short i i do think gsp is the goat he's one of my personal favorites he's not my personal favorite overall if we're talking like favorites that would be michael bisping um bisping is someone who i originally only liked because he was from manchester because obviously i'm a manchester united fan that was the only reason i actually liked michael bisping at first i don't want to say it's the only reason he was obviously a great fighter that's what it kind of attracted me to michael bisping at first even though the first fight i ever saw of his was ufc 100 where he got knocked out by dan henderson but just the story of michael bisping you know with the eye problem and and, and his you know his many setbacks before getting to the world title in 2016 against Luke Rockhold at UFC 199, you know, um, is incredible. And I'm someone who's got pretty fucked up eyes um, as well. So that's pretty cool to see someone who won a UFC title, but one eye. Um, And yeah, Bisping is definitely my all time, my all time favorite. It was actually uh, supposed to go and see his show in October of last year, but unfortunately it got postponed because of the restrictions. Um, But they've, rescheduled it for this year so fingers crossed in october that we'll be able to go ahead because uh yeah i would love to see michael bisping in person um and yeah he, he would be my personal favorite but gsp for me would be the goat okay the next question is from Daniel. oh this is a good one when is the highly anticipated match between joseph turl and kevin matthews going to happen Oh my god, I can't believe I haven't spoke about this yet on here. And I actually forgot to mention it on the Phoenix Wrestling Podcast. Mainly because it actually had nothing to do with Phoenix. This was something that happened separately to Phoenix. And it's such a stupid fucking situation. So, like, some people listening to this will know about it because they saw me the next day. And I was very confused. I was very, very confused about how, how this even happened. But, uh, yeah, let, let's let's talk about Mr. Kevin Matthews, the big fucking dickhead himself. And I'm not going to censor myself on this. I'm not involved in the wrestling world anymore. I'll say what I want about this fucking mohawk-headed fuck. So, back in uh, November, I think it was. It was October, November. I think it was November. Let's, let's just say November for now. Uh, CM Punk was doing a Q&A on Twitter. 
and I asked the straight edge savior himself, um, what city or state would he like to wrestle in? You know, he's been gone for seven years. Um, obviously, he, there's less traveling involved now that he or he had a lot less travel in the last seven years because he wasn't on the road. Uh, and I was like, listen, there might be some places that he never got to wrestle. There might be some places where he hasn't wrestled for a while. I was just like, out of curiosity, what um, what place would he like to wrestle? He said, uh, Alaska. And I'm like, oh my God, CM Punk just responded to me. My, my teenage hero, one of my all-time favorite pro wrestlers, um, a guy who really inspired me in a lot of aspects of my life and is definitely one of my heroes to this day has responded to me, this is pretty cool, and I was like, oh, Alaska, Alaska seems like a cool place, uh, we'd love to visit there one day, be pretty, be pretty cool, unfortunately, now I don't think that's gonna happen, because fuck me, Mr. Kevin Matthews, who is a wrestling promoter, who I'll be totally honest, I'd never really heard of, he'd wrestled for TNA and stuff, or Impact Wrestling, whatever they're called now, um, and he's uh, a promoter for a promotion called WrestlePro, uh, and they have a, a place in Alaska, a promotion in Alaska called Wrestle Pro Alaska. And he was, you know, putting up some tweets about this, and you know, him and all the people in Alaska got very excited about CM Punk responding to me with the tweet of uh, uh, saying he would like to wrestle in Alaska. And I jokingly responded to one of Kevin Matthews' tweets about this and said, "Hey, I'll ref, I'll referee the match." So since he responded to my tweet. Like, it was very obviously a joke. It was obviously a joke. Um, Like, to this day, I still can't believe this happened. So Kevin Matthews responded to this tweet and said, no, like, logically, would I not just have my referee, who's been with me for years, referee the match? And I was looking at the tweet, kind of, I didn't see it till the next day, and I was looking at it going, all right, pal, it was a fucking joke. Relax, will you? bloody hell and I'm thinking here well clearly logic isn't your fucking strong point you big fucking dummy because I was obviously joking I hardly thought I was actually going over to Alaska to referee a match with CM Punk you know this fictional match in a fake sport that hasn't happened but anyway I digress um that that happened and I was like that was a bit weird and I responded I was like oh great to see they have a sense of humor over in Alaska and he just kept getting really angry so I felt kind of bad because I was like, Jesus, this has really upset him. I'm just, I'm a little bit bewildered as to how this little joke about a fictional match, once again in a fake sport, has managed to upset this big fucking lard. So I actually reached out to him privately and said to him, hey man, look, that was just a joke. Like, I wasn't being serious about refereeing a match. I don't even referee the main matches in Ireland, never mind across the fucking, you know, world. So I was like, you know, sorry if you took that for more than it was. Um, and I was like, you know, sometimes Irish humor, maybe it doesn't translate to other cultures. And let's be honest, Americans are known for being a bit fucking stupid. No offense to any Americans listening to this. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the stereotypes. Uh, and I'm also talking about Kevin Matthews, the big fucking dummy. Uh, I'm not, I don't, I'm not censoring anything I say about this fucking, oh God, just a fucking asshole of a man. So I reached out to him privately, and he he just kept getting angry, and I was just like, okay, you know what, fuck him, fuck this dickhead. I, I you know, I, you know, I, I'm gonna try. I've tried to, you know, make amends, and I admittedly I felt a bit crap afterwards because I was like, Jesus, like I I gave your promotion a little bit of buzz, 
you know, CM, well, you know, let's, let me take that back. CM Punk gave her promotion a little bit of buzz by responding to me. And when I make a little joke about refereeing the match, you start fucking getting annoyed. And he was like, you said you were refereeing the match and I said you're not. I was like, I was joking, Kevin. You know, use your fucking teeny tiny peanut brain. It was a joke. And it's it's so funny because, you know, this is a guy who has a lot of very famous friends, you know, quite popular in that wrestling scene up in Alaska, has, you know, from the looks of things, he's not exactly struggling for money. He's got a lot of good things going for him, and he had no reason to get mad over this little spat. But I recently spoke to someone who also had a bit of a run-in with Kevin Matthews, and they said that he is the type of person who will treat people who are above him like they're royalty, but if he feels like you're below him, he'll treat you like a piece of shit and he'll try to big-league you. Essentially, he went on a little bit of a power trip. So, yeah, that's what happened with Kevin Matthews. Listen, I'm not going to get too upset over it because I I had to realise this, you know, Uh, because I was a little bit upset about it at first. This man, right, who literally wrestled for AEW last week, came up on my feed, got rattled by a skinny, fat Irish referee who made a joke about CM Punk wrestling for his promotion, which never would have even been a conversation had CM Punk not responded to me. So what I would say to the big fucking dumbass Kevin Matthews, if he's listening to this, because that's what you are, Kevin, you're a big fucking dummy, and, uh, you know, you were on about, uh, you know, you threw a drop kick there recently, and uh, you were saying, oh, six successful knee surgeries, and I'm still able to throw a drop kick. Yeah, hopefully the seventh one won't be as successful. No, okay, that was a bit bit too far. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not sorry to Kevin Matthews. Fuck you. Uh, That was also a joke, Kevin, before you start getting mad, you know, get your your big fucking knickers on a twist. Uh, It was a joke. Uh, maybe you should go talk to your friend Colby Covington and uh, try and get a sense of humor off him. He seems like someone who's up for a laugh when he's not getting knocked out by Kamara Usman, of course, and not being the most overrated fighter in the UFC. But I digress. Uh, so, yeah, um, best of luck with your uh, little tiny tin pop promotion out in the back arse of Narnia, Kevin. Um, you are nothing more than a fucking asshole. I don't think I can actually express enough how much I think you're a dickhead. And, yeah, hopefully uh, you might get a bit more humble. You know, uh, I, I saw recently, uh, or I heard recently from someone that uh, you were, uh, you know, because so I know some people who like to kind of, you know, have have a little look at Kevin Matthews and see what he's getting up to. Let's just say that. And uh, apparently he was wearing this thing recently with the Rocks, uh the Rocks t-shirt which says blood, sweat and respect. First two, first two you give, last one you earn. And then he goes off treating people like shit because he thinks he's above them. Yeah, fuck Kevin Matthews, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you, you dickhead. You're, you're one of the problems at wrestling. And this is a big problem at wrestling is you've got a lot of fucking dickheads who are in a decent position, not like, not like the top position but a decent position who think that they can treat people who aren't exactly on that position worse than them because i know they're insecure like i met kofi kingston back in 2019 when he was wwe champion so he's literally on top of the world he's he's the top champion in the top promotion in the world and he couldn't have been nicer Sami Zayn, i did a virtual meet and greet with him one of the most famous wrestlers in the world nicest guy ever you know pack i met pack uh in cork in 2019 again just gem of a guy you know he's a former uh nxt champion one of the top guys uh, in in AEW had a very decent run in WWE. Couldn't have been nicer. Cody Rhodes, 
the Young Bucks, like I countless like mainstream top wrestlers in a much better position than Kevin Matthews, and they could not have been nicer. And then he goes and acts like a fucking asshole over nothing. So Kevin Matthews, fuck you. You're a piece of shit. Uh, I hope your promotion um, gets a nicer owner after you. Uh, your referee's a dickhead as well because he reached out to me as well and started acting the bollocks. Um, so yeah, fuck wrestle pro Narnia. That's what I'm gonna call it. Because it's not good enough for Alaska. It's a tin pop promotion in the back arse in Arnia. That's all I'm going to say about that. So there's there's a little rant people get from from Dylan Turl Reeve, which is you know kind of funny. Uh, I'm glad someone asked me about that. I can't believe I forgot to mention that in the Phoenix wrestling episode. But as I say, it had nothing to do with Phoenix, so whatever. And I don't have to I don't have to watch what I say anymore because I'm not in wrestling anymore. So fuck you, Kevin Matthews. Fuck you. Okay, the next question comes in from Ian, and he says. What is your favorite movie of all time? Wow. Um, I have I have a few that I would consider my favorites. I don't think I have one that stands out. So th- there's a few, right? The first ones to talk about are the Rocky movies. In particular, the first four. I don't think there's a bad movie in, in there with the first four. The best of those four, I would say it's n- like narrowly Rocky four for me. Rocky 3 is probably second, then it goes, Then it's Rocky 1, then it's Rocky 2. Rocky 2 is the worst of a great bunch. Rocky 5, I just hit the mic, my apologies. Rocky 5 is okay. I'm not a big fan of it where he fights Tommy Gunn, uh, but the first four Rocky movies for me are sensational. And you know what? The Rocky Balboa movie they made in 2006 is pretty good as well. That's, for me, that's the honorary number five. Because I don't really like I don't really like Rocky Five in the, in the original uh, Rocky movie um, franchise, so yeah, the Rocky movies would be would be up there. Braveheart's up there as well. Um, yeah, Mel Gibson's performance in Braveheart is something fucking sensational. Now, there's a lot of historical inaccuracies in that um, in that movie, but the reason I can kind of um, reason with that now as opposed to back then is because I did a historical performance with my first theatre show. I played Cottle Brewer in the Treaty Debates, Dividing the Nation. And I... I was told by one of the directors to not do certain things because historically it would be inaccurate and there was going to be historians there. But one of these things was I took off my jacket while I was getting into a heated debate. But I can see why people now go for historical inaccuracies because they're it just makes it more interesting if you for me if you just go by what happened it's a bit boring you need to add drama to it now i get where uh, jerry the director where he was coming from or he wasn't the director sorry he was the writer but he helped with directing um i can see where he was coming from because in his position yeah you want it to be fairly accurate but from where i'm coming from as an actor I want to try and perform to the best of my ability. And if I feel like something's going to add to the performance, I'm going to do it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's kind of me getting a bit sidetracked there. But Braveheart is, is one of my favorite movies of all time. Warrior with Tom Hardy. Holy shit, that's a great movie. It's a mixed martial arts movie. Kurt Angle's actually in it as well. If you haven't seen it, it, it you have to check it out. It's unbelievable. I only watched it there, I was going to say recently. It was actually about a year ago I watched it because it was around my birthday. But it's a great movie. Um, yeah, like, th- th- those would be up there. Silence of the Lambs. You know, I was talking about Anthony Hopkins earlier. Silence of the Lambs would be one of my favorite movies. Um, 
I feel like I'm forgetting something really, really obvious. Oh, yeah, of course. In, like, recent, like, as in, like, really recent terms, the Mortal Kombat movie. Holy shit, it's so fucking good. Even if you are not a fan of the video game series, or if you've never played the video game series, watch the movie. Mortal Kombat 2021. It is sensational. Me, Park, and Alex, you know, the, the three of us, obviously, we record Celtic Codec as well. We're lifelong fans of the Mortal Kombat series. We were blown away by it. We were so fucking excited watching it. And, uh, and yeah, like, you know, obviously it's it's biased for us to say that it's amazing because we're fans of, of, of the game franchise. But I do think that casual or, you know, new fans to Mortal Kombat can watch it and, and and really enjoy it. I think it's that good of a movie. I really don't think it matters whether you're play whether you've played this series for twenty years or you've never seen it in your life. I, I do think it's it's a very enjoyable movie. Um for, for most people, listen, it's, it mightn't be for everybody, but I do think that most people would enjoy it. So in ter- in terms of like recency, um or like you know recent releases, that that would be definitely my, my favourite movie. Still haven't seen the new Spider Man, uh, but Spider Man two, um from back in the day, Tobey Maguire. That's fantastic as well. I think that's probably my favorite superhero movie. And I don't like a lot of superhero movies, but the Spider-Man films are amazing. And I, I would say Spider-Man 2 is probably my favorite of those. Okay, the next question comes in from... I've just lost your... Oh my god, I'm not editing this out. Because this is the third attempt I've had at getting this question up on my phone. And it keeps... Dropping Allison, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Your name kept disappearing for some reason. I d- don't know why. Anyway, your question is: What are your plans for after uh, CSN once you graduate? Good question. Good question. I don't know. <laughs> That's the honest answer. I really don't know. I definitely know I want to keep acting. That's something I know for definite. I'm just not too sure what the actual plan is yet. I've got a few things in mind. I've definitely got a few things that I've um, that I've you know got um, that, that I'm thinking about that I'm that I'm considering doing. Uh, but I'm lucky that you know we do have a lot of choice uh, as um, as actors for what we want to do next year. Uh, unfortunately, I have to miss college um, for the next couple of weeks uh, just because uh, of work reasons. I have to, you know, I'm after switching roles and work and, and I have to do full-time training for it. So I'm actually going to miss the majority of January, which is an absolute balls. And I've had to miss the start, but because I have fucking COVID and it's just like, oh God, it, it's just, it's really annoying at the moment. I really do miss college. I miss all the people there. And, uh, and yeah, I just, oh, it's just really, really annoying right now. But look, um, it's given me something to look forward to. But in terms of what I want to do next year and, and you know, and beyond, it's it's up in the air for now. But, you know, I don't really want to say on air, oh, I, I want to do this or I want to do, do that because it's it's still not clear in my mind what, what I'm actually going to be doing. But as I say, we're just lucky to have so much choice and, and so much variety in both, like, acting schools in terms of, you know, non-educational ones and acting colleges if that makes sense you know you've got places like the school of music you've got you know ucc um i'm sure there's places up in dublin as well uk as well uh it's great but then you've got like bow street in dublin you know you can do classes there actors vision in cork you've got a lot of different places there so we'll see we'll see what happens um I, i'm open i'm keeping an open mind to it i'm i'm very excited about 
the opportunities that may that may come my way but for, for now i'm just focused on what i'm doing in csn and uh just looking forward to getting back to that uh, but we'll see we'll see what happens we'll, we'll see what the story is hopefully i'll have a bit more clarity on it in the next few weeks and months but uh but yeah we'll see we'll see and the next question comes in from Maeve, who says, what are your favorite podcasts to listen to in your spare time? There's a good few, actually. Um, I, you know, when I was younger, when I, I say when I was younger, this was only like two years ago, um, it was only kind of wrestling podcasts that I listened to. Uh, probably caught the odd episode of Joe Rogan, but didn't listen to it or didn't listen to him too much. I, I probably listened to Joe Rogan more now in the last year than I did um, before that. But yeah, in terms of podcasts I listen to right now, uh, Believe You Me with Michael Bisping, uh, that's a really good podcast. Obviously, Luis J. Gomez has only just recently left that, which was disappointing because I thought they were a great pair, but they're both doing uh, great stuff now. He's obviously just started a new MMA podcast as well, um, Luis J. Gomez. I think it's called Yo MMA Rap or something something like that i've only listened to the first episode so far i don't even know if he's actually released any more episodes since then but uh yeah he's he's doing that which is pretty cool but bisping's podcast is is really uh, good to listen to if you're into mma joe rogan as i mentioned but i think joe rogan is (laughs) it's probably the most famous podcast in the world so i don't really think i need to be giving him some uh you know free publicity i think he, he already has that himself um i think uh, other good podcasts I listen to. Let me try and think. Uh, let's actually get up some podcasts on my phone. Because, to be honest with you, I can't think of them off the top of my head. So, we have... Celtic Codec, obviously, is the one I record bef- recorded before. Uh, it's currently on a hiatus. Um, I know this is great audio content at the moment. Uh, oral Sessions with Renee Paquette. That's quite good. She, yes, she used to be in WWE, but she interviews people from all different walks of life. Uh, that's pretty good. Talk is Jericho. Again, another wrestling one, but it is quite a good listen to. Um, uh, I Could Murder a Podcast. That's a really, really good podcast. I can't believe I didn't think of that one. I Could Murder a Podcast is by uh, guys called Tom and Ben. They talk about, like, uh, well, obviously, you know, murder cases and stuff like that. But they don't just talk about that. They talk about other big crime cases as well. Like, they've spoken about Michael Jackson. Um, they've done stuff like uh, Jimmy Savile. Um, but, yeah, they cover uh, kind of, you know, mass murders and, and famous murders from, from all over the years. And it's really, really good if, if, if you're into that uh, sort of thing. Um, I, I think that's... That's quite a fun podcast to listen to. Sadly Relatable. That's another one. Uh, it's a girl I met uh, on TikTok. Uh, I say met. We, you know, we've spoke a few times on TikTok. And Nisrin and her brother. Um, for some reason, I can't remember his name. What's his name again? I haven't listened to their podcast in a while, but it is actually quite good. Um, Kalo, Kalo, I think is how you say it. Uh, that's quite an entertaining listen. They just talk about life. They just kind of, they just kind of chat shit. Uh, on there like I do on here that's really good too um yeah I think that's kind of all the podcasts I listen to yeah like you know I I podcasting something I got into last year or no two years ago um or well a year and a half ago at this stage um and before that as I say I, I only kind of listen to wrestling podcasts but I do listen to more here and there you see a lot of the podcasts I listen to have series on YouTube so I just put them on on YouTube and you know when I'm playing FIFA or whatever 
just you know relaxing i kind of listen to them and the other podcasts that i listen to on spotify um i kind of just listen to them while i'm walking around the city or whatever if i'm on my way to college or whatnot um but they always kind of seem to have a crossover from youtube and um and spotify so yeah a lot of them are are youtube series but yeah i know there's some good ones there to check out if you haven't already um but make sure you listen to this one more and celtic codec you know, and listen to old episodes of Jotar Rising if you want. Well, actually, maybe not, because some of them weren't great. But anyway, <laughs> uh, the interviews on there were fun. But uh, yeah, those are some of the podcasts I'd be listening to in my spare time. And the final question comes in from Dara, who says, Are you related to Dr. Dre? Yes. Anyway, that will do it for this week's edition of Straight Out of Klein. It was really fun doing a Q&A this week. I'm looking forward to doing the, uh, more of these. These are uh, quite fun. These are these are where you can engage with your audience a little bit. And um, yeah, like the, the, the response I've gotten from this show so far is, is fantastic. And uh, it's really making me feel good. Especially that, you know, I'm not going to be in college for the majority of this month. I was about to go mad, you know, because when you're just working, it can be a little bit boring. And I wasn't looking forward to that. But now that I can do this in my absence from college, which I cannot fucking wait to go back to at the end of the month, um, I, you know, it's, it's making me feel good. So let me know uh, what you'd like to hear on here. Is there any you know, topics in particular you'd like me to cover? Is there anything you know, in particular you'd like me to talk about? And yeah, until next week, lads, have a good one. I will talk to you all then. <laughs>